I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, what's up, Shanti here. Welcome to Trust and Believe today. I'm very, very excited simply because I have in the house who I like to call my Superman. I know some people might think that's very, very funny or it's weird, but welcome, Jay Marinak. Jay, I found on Instagram. I like to say I found him on Instagram. I found him on Instagram as I was scrolling. And a lot of times you come across fitness people or people doing really amazing things. But, you know, as I started to look at your page, I was like, there's much more to this guy than him being able to carry a million pounds up a rope. And so, you know, I looked a little deeper into who you are. And so I wanted to have you on because I know you have a transformation story. So I'm going to get right into it. Um, even though you've developed a great program like the Functional Method and you work out every single day and you're showing people how strong you are externally, I want to know that moment in your life where you said to yourself, I need to make a change to better myself. Yeah, I mean, first off, thanks for having me. You know, I know I've been following you for a while, man, just so just to be here, be with you. I finally get to meet you in person and just chat, man. It's just it's really awesome. I appreciate thanks, you man. You know, I'm very grateful. Of course. Uh, yeah, you know, it goes back to when I was 20 years old, about 20 and a half. Um, there's a lot more story before that, but to give you the brief of it, I was at a place in my life, you know, again, 20 and a half, I was completely unemployable. I was living out of my car, so I had all my belongings, everything, stuffed in my trunk, living from couch to couch, friends' houses and things like that. Um, I was heavily addicted to drugs. Um, I was smoking crack, uh, taking large amounts of pills, large amounts of hallucinogenic drugs, you know, LSD, ecstasy. I was just doing everything. Um, and I was, you know, like I said, unemployable. You know, I couldn't work anymore, and I was just getting high 24 hours a day. And I found myself in a place for about the last two and a half months of my drug use. I had this impending doom, this feeling in my gut every day that I woke up that I was going to die. I just mm. felt it all the time. But the drugs had just taken over my life completely. You know, I pushed everything to the wayside. I chose drugs over my family, my friends, everything. That was really why I woke up every day. You know, but it wasn't serving me anymore. But I didn't see that there being any way to get out of it. You know, there was true, true hopelessness. And, you know, I don't know what exactly happened. You know, maybe it was divine intervention or what it was. But amidst all those feelings and just feeling like I wanted to die and like I had no purpose in life, I had a moment of clarity, you know, or a moment of grace, some might call it. And I knew that I needed help. And so at that point, I reached out to my father and was crying. I was like, man, I'm going to die. 
doing what I'm doing. I was actually working for him at the time, so I disappeared for two and a half months. So he had not heard from me for two and a half months. Hmm. And here I am calling him. Man, you got to help me. You know, so he was like, didn't really know what was going on. And by the grace of God, I, I got into a rehab shortly after, and that's truly when my life began. Yeah, well, congratulations for... So some people, people always think it's weird when I say this. Congratulations for going through the journey. Um, more importantly, for coming out on the other side and being able to thrive in a space that you are now. Uh, there are a lot of people out there who may be listening to this or know someone who is going through something that you went through. And we do hear a lot about, you know, drug abuse, you know, in different realms and different types of drugs. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of people want to know why. And I say this a lot. People say, yeah, I say it's not the thing, it's the thing. Sure. So it's not that, I don't think it's that you wanted to wake up and do drugs. What was the thing that, what was that driving force? Because taking the drugs is sometimes, is pretty much the second step. So what was that first thing that made you go to a place where you felt like you needed to, the drugs? Yeah, I mean, dr drinking and drugging was just a symptom. It's kind of like you're saying. It wasn't the actual problem. And, you know, this is all, everything that I say from here is, is all in hindsight, mm -hmm. right? I've, I've been sober a long time and I've gotten to really look back at my life and, and understand, you know, what I was going through and why I did what I did and why I became addicted to drugs and alcohol and, and what, what they solved for me, right? And so that was the thing is that drugs and alcohol solved my problem, right, as a, as a young kid. And the problem was I was incredibly fearful, self-conscious, you know afraid to talk to girls, you know, all these different things. And I always had uh, this self-sabotaging mindset, just always. Like, I remember being a little kid and, you know, I was a, I was a good athlete as a kid. I remember, you know, throwing like a no-hitter or, or something like that in baseball and just still feeling like empty, like it wasn't enough, you know, and like, oh, I could have done this better, you know, and that's just a small example of how my mind was, you know, I was never good enough. And... You know, it was interesting. I was having a conversation with someone about, you know, how much of our, you know, personality is environmental, how much of it is just genetic. Yeah. And I look nurture back. versus nature. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I look back at my life, and you know, single mom growing up, and my dad wasn't in the picture a ton. Uh, she did the absolute best she could. She worked a ton as a nurse, and but she was a, a loving mom. You know, there was no, there was no one telling me I wasn't good enough or any of these things. It was just kind of in me, man. It was just kind of a part of what I was. I had this catastrophic thinking and, you know, the worst thing was going to happen and you know, I was going to fail and, like, self-doubt, all these different things. And so when I found drugs and alcohol, man, it took it all away. It took you out of that, yeah, that space. Yeah, I felt peace. You know, I felt like I could be myself and not be afraid. I felt like I could talk to people, be in social situations. I could talk to girls. I mean, all these different things just evaporated. And it started out as a innocent thing. And I was like, I remember the first time I, I got high that I can really remember. And I was like, I want to do this every day for the rest of my life. Like, mm. this is the thing. And so, you know, I think that a lot of times, and I'm, I'm going to say this, while yours was drugs, the flip side of that is a lot of people work out and they get addicted to working out. And it's, they look at that as the answer instead of, dealing with their problems and some people might be like oh my gosh i can't believe you said that because working out is a good thing and 
you know, my husband Scott always says too much of a good thing can't be that great. You know, like how do you find balance? And I think that by you saying, I want to do this every single day, you made that decision to do this every single day to live basically in a world that you were pretty much unconscious in, you know, what was, so this is probably going to be a little, may sound like a similar question, but I want to know what kept you in that space, knowing that this wasn't good for you. And the reason why I asked you the question is because, again, there are a lot of people out there that are listening to this that are making a, a decision that isn't great for them. And they know that, but they keep doing it anyway. So what was the decision to say, I'm going to keep doing this, even though I know this isn't great for me? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. And for me personally, so I can obviously only share my, my experience. Of course. Uh, you know, alcoholism runs in my family, drug addiction. So it's just through and through my family. So, you know, there's obviously been a lot of medical studies and things like that. There's a genetic disease, alcoholism, drug addiction, that kind of thing. And so I think that's what, that's what took off. Like once I put everything into my system and kind of got that taste for it, mm. then I think as time went on, as I continued to get worse and worse and worse, you know, to the point where I was doing it every single day and doing a lot of really hardcore drugs, um, you know, that, that gene in me kind of took over. And so, you know, like I shared about in the beginning, like at the end, like there was a part of me that wanted to stop. Like I knew, like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to die deep down. Right. right. But you just, you can't. And it's hard to explain to somebody who doesn't, you know, have the same thing that I do. Right. Right. It wasn't drugs, it's hard to explain that piece of it. It's like, Oh dude, why don't you just, just stop, man. It's not serving you. It's not, it's not helping you. It's like, I think that, you know, I I hear you say that, and that is so true. And I think that is a lot. You know, I talk to people about my story of being molested, and people are like, I can't believe you didn't say anything. But unless you're in that situation, you don't know. But one thing is, one thing that that helped me explain to people why I couldn't get out of that situation is the feeling it was bringing me, you know, and I think you said that earlier that it was making you more confident, you know? Yeah, a false, false yeah. sense, right? But yeah, right. it was there, um, sure. And so so continue. Sorry, I just wanted to bring that yeah, to Yeah, no, like, so I think that, that was the biggest piece of it, where it, it stopped being a choice, right? Like when you, when you brought up the question, you were like, when did you make that decision, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it be, there was no decision. Like it got to that point, if that makes sense, where it was like I didn't have a choice anymore. It just had me. Like I was a slave to it. Right. Like I had to keep going, you know, and then there's a whole mental piece to it as well and spiritual piece. Like I was just dead inside. So you, on top of the, you know, smoking crack and taking tons of pills and just being blacked out 12 hours a day, freaking, you know, waking up in, in different places in my car, not knowing how I got there. There was also that, that spiritual, you know, emptiness, right? I was bankrupt spiritually, you know, so yeah, you can wow. bring all those things together and you really believe like there's, there's no hope for me. There's no chance I'm getting out of this. Um, and so I think one of the things that's really great, I, I say a lot of times life is like algebra. <laughs> and you talk about the last two months of being in this situation uh, or being having, you know, I consider, like you said, drug addiction, alcohol abuse. It's a disease, especially if it's genetic, it runs in your family. Some people don't understand that, but it is. Yeah. Um, 
What was the superpower? Because, you know, I talk about a lot of people have these superpowers. I call you Superman. You really are my Superman. I know it sounds really weird. But um, when, I, when, I, when I watch you and I follow you and I see, you know, I see your strength, I see, I see the, the aura of strength, you know, because I'm like, nobody should be able to do that, the things that you do. But I know that, like, you're climbing, you're pushing, the way you use your core comes from such a deep place. And so what was your superpower that you think that you may have used inside of that tumultuous situation that you were in that you still utilize now? Yeah, I mean, I was always an athlete as a kid. So I always had always had a drive in me. And when I got sober, one of the first things that I did was I got into fitness. So from the time I was 13 till 20 when I got sober, I didn't, there was no physical fitness whatsoever. And when I got sober, that was one of the first things. Like, yeah, I got to do something. So I got into martial arts. I started going to the Planet Fitness. Just made just made a beginning, right? And I think that that the thing that existed in the drug addiction, right? This this ferocity to chase the high and you know and keep going. I feel like I just right. People say that's like an addictive personality whatever you want to call it, I believe I've carried that into my sober life mm. where I just have this, you know, I've been asked this so many times on different podcasts, man, like what motivates you? And it's, you know, there are a couple of different things that I could share about on that for sure. But I think at the end of the day, my final answer to that is I just have this motivation inside of me, man. I just don't even, sometimes I can't explain it. It's just there. So, so I, I wanna, I wanna the, what, how does that motivation make you feel? Because I want to get, because there's some <laughs> sort of superpower percolating inside of you. What is the feeling that you get when you feel that motivation? How can you describe the feeling of being able to push past your limits? I just know that I can do anything, man, pretty much. And it's not even like a, an egotistical, like arrogant thing. It's just even with like physical things, like athletic things, man, I just like have such a, like, I know I can do that, man. I'm just going to work, you know, do this. Like, I, I don't know. And even in business, you know, as I you know, started my own business and that kind of thing, I just have this, man, like, I'm going to build this thing, man. I'm just, like, going to live out my vision. You want to know what's so interesting? I got the chills under my sweater. Is just a little bit ago how you were telling me you needed confidence to get the girls. You needed confidence to do, to talk to girls and do all these things. And it sounds like your your superpower is confidence because I'm hearing someone who is extremely confident now, whereas before you utilized, um, you used the drugs and alcohol to give you confidence. Yeah. And you're like, like, I know I can do it. Like, that's very powerful. Thank you. I mean, you know, it's part of me is, you know, I still have some of that, that kid in me that scary kid, like that, that kid still lives inside me. You know, he's, he's still there at times. And there are, there are days certainly that I, you know, feel really insecure or just less than everyone else. And that like, I suck, man. And I'm just gonna, this business isn't going to work. You know, I get in that, that mindset. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then obviously, you know, I have days where it just doesn't exist. Do you fun. ever, when you go into that space and uh, the reason why I'm asking is because there's so similarity, so many similarities in our stories, even though our challenges were completely different. Okay. Um, do you ever talk to that kid? I do. You know, so through through being sober, so I'm sober 13 years, a little over 13 years uh, in the process. And I got into a 12-step program 
to help me and, and that kind of thing, which I still go to and I'm a part of. It's just there's so much self-reflecting, right? So over the years, I've just done so much self-reflecting and, and really diving in deep to understand how I work, how I operate, how my brain operates. And what I've come to learn is I have a default. Mm. There's this default. When something happens, the way I react to life, there's a default. And for me, it tends to be like scared. I can't do this. Run away. Like I suck. I'm not going to build. I'm going to fail or self-doubt. That's the default. And so nowadays, like that still happens. Not as much. That still happens. When that happens, I've learned to sidestep the fear mm. or sidestep the ego. Right. And understanding like how powerful the ego really is and how it's really this like separate entity within me. Right. Yes. And um, so, yeah, some days I'm better than others. Some days I can sidestep it and I listen to it. But it's just like, no, that's that's not real. That's not a real thing. It's yeah. just like it's like a BS old thought. And, you know, other days it, it gets me. Other days I listen to it and it feels real and it's powerful. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's. It's an interesting thing. I love that. Sidestep the ego. Uh, when we come back to Trust and Believe, we're going to talk about how Jay has literally built his own fitness empire to make him the Superman that I believe him to be. We'll be hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right back. Thank you for joining me on this season of Trust and Believe Transformation Stories. This season, we're doing something a little different in efforts to keep you inspired, motivated, and to hold you accountable. It's one thing to listen to the podcast, but it's another thing to take action on your daily transformation. So look at this season as a course in your personal transformation. Every other week, the episode will challenge you to take action steps to further enhance your personal life journey so that you can have constant progress. All you need to do to take action is to go to shantfitness.com slash safe space. There you can download your worksheet of the week. By completing these assignments, you will continue to stay present by enhancing yourself and your life. To join the safe space community, just fill out the information provided on the site and you will have access to monthly confidence building seminars, access to my live motivational talks, and each month will feature a guest speaker to help you sustain positivity in different parts of your life. Again, go to shantfitness.com slash safe space, a community of positive people that are here to help you grow. For Trust and Believe listeners, use the coupon code TRUST at checkout and get one month free. That's shantfitness.com slash safe space and use the coupon code T-R-U-S-T. Welcome to the safe space. All right, so we're back here at Trust and Believe. I hope you're trusting and believing in who you are through Jay's story. I'm extremely motivated today. I'm yeah. so excited. Uh, we're going to work out later, which you'll see. But for now, I want to talk about how you... I mean, you shared your struggle, you shared where you were at one point in your life and how you actually overcame that struggle. But you went on to do something really great, which is build 
a fitness empire, a fitness platform for yourself. And I don't know too much about it. I mean, I see the finished product, but I would love for you to take me on a journey, how you went from showing up that, was it Planet Fitness? Yeah. Showing up at that Planet Fitness to work out as doing something else other than, you know, the drugs and alcohol to now everyday motivating over 500,000 people on the regular. So, like, take me through this process. Sure. You know, so, yeah, it started with the, the Planet Fitness and Martial Arts. Uh, at that time, I was still smoking a pack and a half of cigarettes a day. Uh, but, again, like, like we were talking about, I made a beginning in the journey, right? So, I remember even sitting in that Planet Fitness, like, changing and looking in the mirror, n- no abs, like, no muscle definition, you know, maybe 140 pounds, something like that, and thinking to myself, but when is this going to happen for me? You know? And... Yeah, that, that was the start. As time went on, I got into Muay Thai kickboxing, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, did a couple amateur fights, uh, got into CrossFit, cool. did some competing yeah. CrossFit, got into bodybuilding, so did some just like conventional bodybuilding stuff, did some endurance events. So I ran the New York City Marathon, did triathlon, and then eventually ended up getting into you know some kettlebell training, body weight, calisthenics, gymnastics kind of stuff, and... Found myself in a place at around 30, 31, where I was doing so much. I was working out so much and doing so many different things that my body was beat up. Mm. I was feeling like crap a lot. I remember talking to a good buddy of mine, John Whelan, and I was like, hey, man, when did when did the time come where you started to feel like you weren't recovering as well? And he was like, ah, 30, 31. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to second that. Yeah. And it was a craziest time ever right right so i started hitting that that point and i was beat up feeling run down feeling like crap a lot of the time and i was like all right i love so many different things like how can i create something that is gonna incorporate all these different facets of fitness right kettlebell training explosive training you know all all these things weightlifting and not be beating me up to the point where you know i feel like crap all the time and really want to work out Mm. so as, to, as I started kind of embodying that mindset, okay, how, what can I create here? I just started kind of jotting things down and, you know, structuring a program, you know, five to six day a week program that allows me to conventional bodybuild, to do calisthenics, kettlebell training, high intensity training. So I'm building muscle, building strength, burning fat, and also incorporating two mobility days, you know, to help the body recover, you know, boost mobility, flexibility, that kind of thing to produce longevity. And I started testing this out, you know. Now, had you been certified as a personal trainer when you started this? Or Yeah. So over the years, I got an A certified personal training certificate and became a NASM. Uh, so right now, I'm, I'm still a NASM. You so. are like hitting the game. I like <laughs> thank that. You, thank you. So I um, started testing it out and I started feeling a lot better. I was getting stronger. I wasn't feeling beat up. I was like, this is it. This is just the thing I became passionate about. And... I had released the program about a year before that, just a PDF, really something really simple. Didn't really put too much time into it. Just kind of wanted to get something out there, and it had some success. I was like, all right, let me let me turn this into something. And I still didn't know what the vision was yet. Yeah. But it really, for so many years, I've been so locked in this mindset of like everything's got to be perfect. Everything's everything's got to be perfect. I was talking to Sam about that on the ride over here, and that just paralyzed me for so many years. It just made me do nothing. And, you know, I didn't know what I was doing, but I needed to do it. And just if it was, there was going to be some failure, then just to fail. And so I did it. Released 
you know, the functional method 1.0 and it had tremendous success, you know, within four months, you know, I had I broke six figures and all these different things were, were happening with it. And I was like, Whoa. obviously blown away. I didn't expect that at all. I was just kind of following my vision. That wasn't, of course I wanted to make money, but didn't realize it would have such an impact, you know, and then the messages started coming in and the reviews, oh man, this totally changed the way I look at training. You know, my body feels so much better. I'm stronger than ever. All these different things. And I was like, wow, man, like this goes beyond obviously the money I love and I'm doing it for the money. And I'm also doing it for, you know, the, the results, man. But it's, it's your passion. Yeah. And I think that's really good. So a lot of people who listen to my podcast are also entrepreneurs. And so, you know, we heard the first day you walk into a gym and you look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm a buck 40. Um, and I don't even care how much you weigh now because you just functionally look great. But what, um, as far as in business, what, what, what were some of the things that you learned so that you could continue to stay consistent to get it from, to get the functional method? I know you said you tested it out, but there has to be something that got you from sitting in the gym on day one to, you know, making six figures in a short amount of time. So what what's that one thing that you could help entrepreneurs out there if they were trying to grow a business, what would be the one piece of advice you could give them? It's staying driven. It's staying driven. And amidst all the, the hurdles and struggles, again, like sidestepping the ego, you got to you gotta sidestep some of the that, that maybe that negative voice that might creep in of like, oh, man, I, this is not working. And it's like if you have – if you envision it, it's like follow through, follow through. And that's what I've done. Like I've had times where – you know, that self-doubt creeps in and this this isn't good enough. This could be so much better and, and feeling doubtful about everything as a whole and um, still putting the, in the work anyways. You know, yeah. I always tell people that even in business and in their personal lives, despite how you feel, don't ever stop working. Just don't ever stop working, man. If you got to put your head down, you're feeling like crap, man, just keep pushing forward. Yeah, I was actually having a conversation with someone the other day. Uh, because you can reach a certain level of success and some people are like, okay, I'm done. And for me, I just have a desire to have constant change and, and try to be better every day, you know, so trying to find new avenues to get uncomfortable, to learn more. And um, there's, there's been so many times where you had to sidestep, sidestep the ego and forget about being perfect. And I always say pre- perfection is temporary, change is constant yeah. because Perfection leaves if you don't continue to grow and continue to work on it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Um, what are some, what I'm interested in, because it is called the functional method and you talked about getting uh, some reviews and I see you post a lot of um, like responses that people that had, you know, great results. So they just feel great. What do you have one favorite kind of story or comment from a person who's utilized your program that just kind of helped inspire you to continue to keep going? Honestly, I don't have one one favorite but there's just there's been so many that just kind of i I love hearing the most you know about it being just an all-around awesome program because that's really what i was going for trying to create the best all-around fitness program that there is you know incorporating weights kettlebells all implements and so yeah when i when i get that response of like man i'm stronger more explosive you know lost you know five percent body fat all of the things put together, I think that is the most gratifying because that's exactly yeah what what I was doing and what I programmed this to be. A lot of uh, my listeners are female, so they look at you, they hear explosive, they hear maybe weights, and so is do you have is your program designed specifically for a specific gender or are you gender neutral and everyone can utilize this program? Yeah, it's gender neutral. So really, it's all about what what you like, what you like to do. You know, there are a lot of women that do it. You know, I've probably got at least fifty to hundred women that are that are taking this on. You know, it's more more men. Yeah. But you know, because there is some bodybuilding things like that. But it's like whatever you like. If you if you enjoy, you know, if you go on my Instagram and you like all the different things that I'm doing and that interests you and you want to give it a shot, I mean, it's welcome to to anybody. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, we heard how you were in the depths of struggle. We hear about the success, and so. Uh, for me, it would be really great if you looked into that camera and gave a message to people out there who might find themselves in a struggle and just giving them some motivation on how to continue to push forward and go. Yeah. Three, two, one, it's all you. Yeah, so the most important thing that I've found that amidst or despite how you feel, no matter what you're feeling, whether you're feeling, you're feeling down or, or whatever the thing may be depressed, is to keep pushing forward. That's the one thing that I've always done amidst uh, feeling like crap or feeling down about myself, feeling self-doubt, self-hatred, or self-loathing, is that I've always kept the flow going. I've always pushed forward. So no matter what you're doing or what you're feeling, keep putting in that work. That's awesome. Thank you for being so transparent. I think that's one of the things that I think I I just loved about this conversation is I'm like, I usually have to, sometimes have to pull more questions out, yeah. but you're like, yo, this is me. And I think it's, you know, just being very deliberate in what it is that you're doing is going to inspire a lot of people. Before before I give you the clothes, everyone, the clothes, not clothes. So um, we do a speed round here, speed round questions uh, here on Trust and Believe uh, to have a little bit of fun. Let me find them here. Um, these questions are from Scott, uh, my husband, Scott, who is pretty funny. And so here's the rules with the speed round questions, though. You literally only have like 10 seconds to answer okay. the question. And you can't think about it too long. It's the first thing that Got comes it. to mind. Got it. Um, and no judgments. This is a no judgment all zone, right, all okay? Right. <clears throat> all right, Jay. You have said you were a gamer. You're a gamer? No. What? Scott thought he was a gamer. Well... Do you um, do you play games? I don't. Scott, I haven't played games in a long time. 
Why why do you think he was a gamer? See Scott, maybe. All right, well, we're going to go to question two. All right, let's hit it. Maybe Scott wants to play games with him. I don't know. <laughs> Scott, do your research. All right, question number two. Do you believe in aliens? No. Okay, question number three. What is your secret hidden talent? I've got asked that recently, and I don't have any. I'm sorry, it's a terrible answer. <laughs> no, it's, it is. <laughs> mm. You see what you get. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You got to have some talent hidden somewhere. Yeah, but I think I really could, have to think about you that. You might have to one. think about that. It would be more one. than 10 seconds, I think. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So, question number four First concert you ever attended? It was Phil Lesh and Friends. So, it's a member of the Grateful, members of the Grateful Dead uh, at Jones Beach in New York. I was like, who is that? Yeah. Most, yeah. You have to kind of be like a deadhead into that scene to kind of know. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, how many tattoos do you have? Never counted. At this point, I mean, this is just one. <laughs> you know, so be, I don't know, maybe 15. What's the tattoo on your right? It kind of looks like a spider web So, so it's, a, it's a screaming face. So my entire sleeve is all music based. So it's all pretty much oh. all Pink Floyd stuff. So that's actually a scene from the movie The Wall. There was like a face like ripping out of the wall. So that, that's what that tattoo is. So just like a little something I've noticed from following you. You barely photograph or film yourself on that side. Is that done on purpose? This is not my good side. Yeah, this, this, is, this, is, the, this is the side right here. Because I'm like, <laughs> can I see the tattoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I only see, I'm, I'm not a stalker, I promise. I just, uh, I'm just okay. very uh, observant. But, um, well, I'll look at it later. Yeah, and it's just kind of like tatted up, so you can't see as much muscle definition too. So to really be mm-hmm. honest, I mean, it's kind of about the, the angle and the, it's your good and, side. and the definition. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, what's your middle name? Thomas. All right. Oh, that's cool. Cool middle name. Uh, when was the last time you wore a tuxedo? My buddy's wedding about three or four years ago. Did you enjoy wearing a tuxedo? It wasn't bad, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hate bad. wearing tuxedos. All right. Uh, if you could have one superpower what would it be it might be immortality is that, is Ooh, that a superpower yeah of course it yeah, can be i think so why because i think death is my biggest fear so i feel like and i'm, I'm i could change that as time went on i feel like this point in my life i'd want to see what's going to happen death is my biggest fear too yeah i think the most of us man. we might have to talk about that over yeah. lunch Okay. Um, da, 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 da. Okay. What is your favorite thing to do to relieve stress? Hang out with my dog. Yeah, my dog is like is like my child. So I have a, I have a black lab girl named Zoe, and just chill with her, man. Snuggles with with my pup, man. Is I love when you post pictures where of it's you. At, her. Yeah. It's the best, and they always get the most amount of likes too. Yeah, I, I don't know, know if you noticed that. <laughs> I promise I'm not a stalker. I'm just like a really, you know, dedicated fan. I noticed that. I'm a dedicated, (laughs) I'm a fan of yours. All right. So, last question. All right. You ready? Let's hit it. What is the capital of New York? Albany? Yes. (laughs) Are you asking me a question? That is correct. Yeah, nice. Uh, Jay, thank you so much. Everyone out there, I hope you got a lot out of this episode of Trust and Believe. And just know, if you're going through something, you always have a way out. Sidestep the ego, like Jay said, and keep digging deeper. And more importantly, you just have to look into yourself to trust and believe in who you are. You can always look on the outside for help, and help is great. Uh, you've been through things that got you help. I've been through therapy and they're really great things. But at the end of the day, you have to be your biggest fan to push yourself to the next level 
of who you are. So continue to trust and believe. Make sure you check out Jay at JTM Fit on Instagram. Is there an underscore anywhere? There's there? an underscore. JTM underscore. JTM fit. underscore fit. Yeah. Make sure you check out the functional method. And um, any uh, any last words? No, nah, that's it, man. Thanks a lot for having me on. Right, it was honestly course. a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Peace. You